Hey guys, welcome back to According To. I'm Megan. And I'm Sierra. Welcome back to the second video version of the podcast. We are going to give a rundown of how like the first video version went. Thank you again to all of you who are A, watching right now or watched last week's episode for the first time. We really appreciate it. This week's episode is going to be kind of a fun one. Megan and I went through and planned it a little bit ago, and I think it's going to be a good one, and I think we have a lot to talk about. So we'll be doing an episode called In My Multitasking Era. It's sort of related to like just how we balance things in life and kind of like how we break it down to give you guys meaningful tips to help you guys multitask and get a lot of things done in your life. Yeah, so our goal is to talk about examples of how things that like realistically were multitasking on a regular basis and then... You guys do not live the exact same lives that we do, so trying to figure out how our tips can be implemented into your lives and stuff like that, so. Um, Quick, should we do a rundown of how we thought the video version went? Yeah, so video version for the last week, um, I thought went well overall. I'm still not fully sure how we want to keep doing the thumbnails for that going forward. Um, If you guys have any, like, input or preference or anything like that, you can let us know. I kind of got some inspiration from other like podcast videos that we've seen before, but I didn't know if people would like text on the thumbnail to like say what the video or title or episode was about, or if you like the colored background that was behind Sierra and I, or if that's more distracting, yeah. or if you want the same background at each thumbnail, things like that. Just we're going to kind of still work through as we go but yeah. so feel free to give us any input either you can comment comment directly on the youtube channel or you can reach out to us on instagram just we're looking for all of the advice and input moving forward with how we can make the video versions what you guys want to see um also like technically just like doing the video was a little bit harder last yeah. week so we did a test run before last week's episode went up where sierra edited it on her computer and we to sync the audio from here and get it matched up with the video. It's usually a pretty simple clap, you match it up, it's supposed to be good to go. But then last week, for some reason, when I edited it on my laptop, I would start matched up, and then every, like, a little bit later and later, it would get progressively worse and worse. So then and, like, I had that's to, not like, an uncommon phenomenon. Like, we just spent, well, like, we were trying, 15, I thought we'd find minutes. an easier answer to I'm just saying we, we spent at. 15, 20 minutes, like, even before this episode, trying to look stuff up. So, I mean, you guys, I'm sure, are hopefully watching this. It just depends on how long it's going to take me to edit it. I hope that it just does what it did when I did this for the first time on my computer and it just syncs up. And then maybe I can check some setting and settings and stuff on my computer that we can compare to yours. But I hope I don't have to do what you did last week. That was, uh, because that would be way more work than I'm like, yeah. what are we doing? And we have to figure some stuff out. And we're also just, like, not that handy when it comes to, like, the audio engineering side of stuff. No. Like, I'm um, reading stuff online of people saying, like, what to look at, and I'm like, I don't even know what that means. And then, I mean, this was only, like, one person's comment, but someone suggested having, like, mic stands rather than, like, us holding. Maybe eventually in the future it'll get there, but for right now, this is what we've been using, and it works pretty well for us. There's occasionally some, maybe you hear the cords moving around or things like that, but it's a low-cost, well, low-cost compared to getting a whole new audio setup. This works, so... Otherwise, obviously, decor, we're still working on it, um, but it was a pretty good first run. Yeah, and we got like a couple hundred views, I think, on that first episode, so that's about on par with what I was expecting, so again, if you we guys still have it. not checked out the um, video version on YouTube, we're going to get that linked to our Megan and Sierra channel at some point. I don't think we have done that yet, mm-hmm. but we will try and get that done so it's easier to access that channel. Otherwise, you can just search 
according to podcast Megan and Sierra YouTube, I'm sure it would pop up. Um, but yeah, check it out if you haven't. You don't have to make that the only way you listen to this podcast, but it would be appreciated just to, if you have any input, like feel free to give us input on how to make that better. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's it for like the catch up as far as how the video side of things is going. Um, as far as just weekly spotlight and life catch up, what's your weekly spotlight? My weekly spotlight was staying up to watch the Iowa game last night. So it was just a fun game. We had a not so great first two games of the season. Like it just wasn't super impressive on the offense side. But I think yesterday it was nice to finally see. Granted, we weren't playing a super strong opponent. It was nice to see that our offense was taking more risks. Some of it paid off and some of it, you know, was kind of like a miss here and there. But I felt more confident that we were at least trying some new things and we scored the most offensive points that we, um, like yesterday we scored 27. That was more than we've had the last two ga- last two games combined and offense scored all the points or like a kick or something here and there. So that was all good. But then what made it interesting was... Well, let's just say the game started at 6.30 p.m. We decided we we're going to go to our dad's house and like watch the game. We ordered some pizza. Life was good. And then um, we knew that like the weather was going to get worse. So Megan and I actually sold our tickets because we have student season tickets. So we could have gone to the game like, if we wanted to. I'm not really someone that likes to do that. But I didn't. I don't think I fully. I think I underestimated the amount of time that like deciding to go to the home football games was going to take. Because like that is that almost is my weekend at that point because of the driving there and back. Like, it's your whole Saturday, and then I'm usually up super late Saturday. This is, like, the last time. When we went to the Iowa State game, it was like, oh, you get you get back late Saturday night, then I'm sleeping in Sunday, and then, I don't know. It was just, like, a lot. And so... And we also were disappointed with yeah, how we'd been we doing. Yeah, we were So we were like, Iowa, love you, but I'm not coming to see you next weekend. I will watch on TV. So we sold our two student season tickets. Not season tickets, just those two tickets for that game. And so we were like, okay, we'll watch it with our dad and it wasn't like a super big exciting game like it was we were playing uh nevada and they were like not no offense to them but like not a great team so we were expecting like okay we haven't been playing well but we should win so that was like what i was looking forward to and i was looking forward to hopefully seeing like specifically offensive improvements for this game because they were just kind of like not a great opponent i felt like we could have you know showed up a little bit more and we did which was good so um, the other thing that played into it, I feel like I was already talking about this. The other thing that played into us selling our tickets was that the weather was not going to be great. And so I was like, well, I don't really want to like sit in the rain for like the entirety of the game. And so that was kind of another and then, factor. like driving there and back, like, yeah. And yeah. like Meg and I would have been by ourselves and like, we don't love driving in bad weather. So that was another factor. Um, I don't know what time it was officially maybe you do but eventually there was lightning within eight miles of the stadium and when that happens they need to call a like weather delay so that you have to wait 30 minutes after a lightning strike within eight miles before you can start play again and so do you remember what time that was um i know that it was like right because they had finished half time they were starting the third quarter they were starting the third quarter and that's when that happened yeah so, so then was, a little bit into that, they called the weather delay and then they all went in. It was going to at least be a half hour, but of course, you know, you never fully know how long it's going to last. So it ended up being a full hour before they came back out. And then, um, this is a side note, but if you don't know, our dad has like neck issues. 
and in the past he had surgery on his neck he got a fusion because he had like ridiculous symptoms in his arm anyways he still has remaining issues with that and his neck was bothering him when you're watching the game so he's like so we kind of went like pt mode yeah we like like an eval in like that's what we did the entire hour yeah just like trying to give him um like stuff he could try doing that was a little bit new and talking about like what he does for his exercises because he regularly goes to the gym and sometimes you know he's used to like he does the same thing like always and so it was more so like how about we like maybe this is aggravating things a little bit try taking it out or here's a different thing you can do so it was like going through troubleshooting you know we should have given him this is like me just like rethinking back we should have given him like the open closed book like well i still actually i'm just reminding myself by talking about this that i didn't end up going through and printing pictures for him or anything so well you can add add that that. maybe anyways um eventually they come back out and how long do they even play before it was another weather delay like it was either eight minutes of game time or it was like just eight minutes total and then it was like another lightning strike they had to go back in so they went in and then eventually we're like our dad's like okay well you guys can leave i was looking at the radar like the weather radar in iowa city and i was just like it doesn't really look like it's letting up anytime soon and the weather in des moines was like it had stopped raining and hailing so i was like maybe we go home yeah and i don't even know if the game's gonna come back on but we'll at least be at home so So we we come back here delay is still out I ended up watching two nice uh, little documentaries about backup (laughs) stock footage. I mean, not stock footage or video, but like they had little a thing about the first wave at Kinnick Stadium and like like some backlogged series documentary thing that they made for that. And then they also have like Campus Eats and like them going around to like different Big Ten schools that they just try like popular restaurants there. And then I remember. So there was a third weather delay when we had gotten home. They literally played one play. And then it's like lightning struck again. I was yeah. like, what are the odds? Because it was like, they came back out. And I think that Nevada had the ball. They did like, they had made it through three of the plays. <laughs> and then it was like, okay, they were going to settle for a field goal. And then it was like, they didn't even, they didn't even do the field goal. They just like, yeah. they're like, they're like you gotta, gotta leave. go back in. Gotta, gotta leave. In. <sighs> so then. And then I was like, I'm going to go to bed. It was midnight, past midnight at this point. So I was like. Well, I'm going to go. I I, mean, I was in the middle of doing a puzzle, too. And I was so. kind of like, they've got to cancel it soon, right? Like, I was just waiting for them to be like, we're going to call it. Yeah. So I was like, okay, the I'm just not going to were kind of funny um, when they were on, because obviously, like, after a little bit, like, they would leave, they'd play something else. But, like, I was just like, how did they get paid for that? Like, they did That's, not agree yeah. to working. We were talking about, like, many hours, so I don't know. What did the, like, what if the announcer was like, oh, like, yeah, I've got, like, this game to call it this time, but, like, then, yeah, yeah, I can meet you for, I don't know what you'd be doing, like, it would have been done at, like, 10 or 11 anyways, but what if they were like, I have some plans at midnight, <laughs> I don't know. So, I stayed up, they came back out at, like, I don't even know when, honestly, like, 1245, I want to say, and also, like, <laughs> With this, the, players the stadium, like, I'm tired. the stadium, after the first delay, it was already, and, like, half pretty empty. bad, half, more than half the people left. Which, fair enough, the weather wasn't great. Second delay? Some people probably were like, I gotta go home. Like, it's late now. Because it was already a night game. Second, Second delay, I, I think like it's like, no one came in. I was, I heard some people say, like, they were told they yeah. needed to leave. I heard that also. But it was like, maybe out of the 70,000 people that could be in that stadium, there were maybe 500 people left in that stadium. And props to those that came back. That would back. be so funny. It feels like, what a... 
I feel like you need so unique. Yeah. to like experience that. I remember like I saw tweets of people being like, uh, Hawks After Dark or like can I get like this guy was like dark. had a giant popcorn bag. They kept showing him what? And you need to like watch I don't think they'd show it in highlights or anything, but it was just like I giant don't know. popcorn bag? Like gigantic. Like he I got, don't know where he, he brought it in. He must have. Interesting. And then someone had a pe- like a Papa John's pizza box. And mm-hmm. I'm like, they didn't deliver that to the stadium, did they? That'd I don't know. Funny. The rules go out the window when that, you have a one game of the announcers at too was like one of the announcers. I don't know if this was the second to last that relay. That has to be. What's the latest a football game has ever gone? That has that. to be in the running, right? But has a game someone, The announcers were like, "I swear we have more people coming in." Like at this point now, like, and then I was like, "He, they may not even be checking like at the stadium entrance." I don't know. If that's that's true security or not. people are probably like, "I gotta go." I only agreed to work until eleven. So I just thought when I was watching, I was like, this is so They're probably just like, come in, come random in. Everyone come in. fun. Because it was, the game finished at 1.40 in the morning and I watched the whole thing and I was actually surprised you didn't like hear me because like I was still cheering when he had like some good plays here and there. Uh, I fell asleep. And so I, I was, was I was wondering if you were maybe going to come back down. No, I was out. <laughs> but I was, I put on an episode of Criminal Minds. I was going to actually put on the game. But then I realized, like, we used login. Haley's YouTube TV, and I didn't want to log into it upstairs. So I was like, I'm going to watch Criminal Minds. And I didn't even finish that episode. So, yeah. It was fun. Obviously, like, we still, like, it's not the game to brag about, but I'm glad it's a step in the right direction and just, like, everything else that was going on. It was Honestly, just fun and weird. I can't tell. Like, if we would have gone, would we have hated it? Or would we have been like, this is kind of fun and unique? I don't know. I, I think I would have leaned because I had a fun time watching it on TV, but that's from the comfort of my own home. We did decide so. that, like, if we had gone, like, I can't tell if we would have tried to stay the entire time. I also would have been, like, depending on, like, the weather and the radar. Like, Megan was saying, would have just, like, tried to stay somewhere. Well, here's what I was thinking. Realistically, if the weather, I don't know fully what the weather was like over there. I wasn't over there. But it seemed fine enough to be in the stadium and, like, enjoy the game. So that'd be plus for, like, wanting to stay there and just, like, have that weird experience. But also, and, like, in terms of staying late and like being worried about getting back, I probably wasn't gonna want to drive back anyways. So it'd be more of an issue of like, well, now I need a place to stay. Mm-hmm. That'd be the bigger issue. But, but we didn't run into that because we didn't do that. Yeah, um, and I don't really regret not going to the game either. Yeah. So we did end up going to uh, Ames, which is where Iowa State is at. So our mom's side of the family, they're all Iowa State fans, and our uncle has a tailgate that he does every weekend when they have home games. So we went up just because our grandparents and, like, family were up there. We didn't go into the game, but we were just chilling, hanging out. We brought a puzzle, did a 300-piece puzzle in the RV, and I took a nap in the RV at one point <laughs> and just hung out up there for most of Saturday. I thought that game seemed like a long game. I was in for a treat. Yeah. Because I made the comment to, like, well, on the way back, I don't know. It just seemed like a long game. That game started at 1, and it went until, like, 5, probably. Like, it's probably a normal game. But, like, Iowa State was up the whole time. It wasn't even close. And so when that happens, I feel like games just get boring, and you kind of don't care as much. And I don't really care much about Iowa State anyways. So, yeah. Anyways, do we have anything else to touch on? I mean, I guess I didn't really say my weekly highlight. I was probably just going to be... Oh, you know what my highlight will be? And we have a video with all this coming out. I have been so productive today. Like yes, the amount of cleaning that we've done. It's three insane. o'clock. This is my last big thing on my to-do list today. And I've, I didn't even wake up until like nine. Like you've been a little more productive than I have. 
a little bit but i mean i don't even say everything on here but just know check out the main here channel we have a sunday reset vlog coming soon and boy is it just chocked oh, sh- full it'll probably be up oh yeah it'll be up by the time you're watching this or listening um so we just do all the things i like just got into like the nitty-gritty of like all the things i needed to do like house cleaning and like stuff like that so much needed i feel much better about that um and yeah okay now into the bulk of the episode so in my multitasking era meg and i have claimed to be we're self-proclaimed multitaskers and like I feel like I have a pretty good handle of how to like balance what I've got going on in life. And sometimes you guys ask for advice about how we can juggle certain things, whether it's school, working out, in this case now it's clinicals instead of school, content stuff. Like, you know, you guys see that we like do quite a few things and from your perspective, it appears that we're managing it well. And I would say it feels like I'm managing mm-hmm. it pretty well. Like I don't want to feel like we're giving off a f- like a facade. I do think that like I've got a good handle of what I have going on. And so we're going to give some tips on how we do it and how you guys can try and do it too yeah so the importance of multitasking multitasking i feel like sometimes gets a bad rap because oftentimes people say you can't truly multitask things but in like a realistic everyday situation of course you can like people multitask all the time and i feel like oftentimes when it's in the context of like studying or something then like sure multitasking is maybe not going to be as helpful when you're trying to focus on studying for something but in everyday life like we do it all the time multitask and do it pretty well and we do it because we have to like there's only 24 hours in a day and you know you're supposed to spend eight of them sleeping so and like that's the other thing is i don't want you guys to like cut off sleep i know sometimes it's a necessity but like sleep is so important that trying to get the allotted amount that you need is going to be important and the only way you can do that is if you get everything done in the day that you need to get done which requires like some level of multitasking, whether it's true multitasking of doing two things at the same time or like kind of quickly going back and forth between tasks. So I think it's an important skill to have. I think it's something people need to work on so they can live like their most efficient life and try and reduce their stress levels and get things done. Yeah. So first I wanted to start off by just kind of like show you guys like how has this been prevalent in my life recently and how did that kind of help spark the idea of talking to it with you guys and this whole episode idea um part of it was like this morning i felt like i was doing a lot of multitasking just recently then i was like i actually have like been doing a lot of things like two things at once like we're hacking life basically so this morning for example um instead of going and doing a workout i just went on a walk and i also decided to listen to an audiobook that I'm listening to, and I started that audiobook um, earlier this week when I had to mow the yard. And so you can see there's a little pattern here of audio stuff being a good distraction or thing to add on to to things that I like needed to do, but then also wanted more of like a an entertainment value or a component or like a thing that I wanted to do or listen to. Um, when I also went on the walk this morning. Another thing that I had on my to-do list was that I wanted to prep for patients I was seeing tomorrow and just, like, get things planned for that. And then I realized I was doing too many things at once because I was walking, <laughs> I was trying to listen to my audiobook, I was trying to plan patient stuff, and I'm like, I'm not even listening to the book yeah. right now. And that's so the then, danger that we're going to talk to you about avoiding because multitasking is good, but it's only good when you're getting the full benefit of, like, accomplishing each of the tasks that you're setting yeah. out to do. So then I was kind of like, this is too much. I paused the audiobook, and then I finished planning my patients, because I wanted that done just by the time I got back from my walk. 
and then I resumed the audiobook, which also, this is a secondary thing, but I'm always... The what book are you reading? I don't even know the name of it right now. That was not what I was going to say. Um, I listen to it on one and a half times speed. That's what works well for me for audiobooks, and I'm just someone that, like, if the speed can be increased... It's going up. It's increasing. Like, YouTube videos... I mean, not Netflix and, like, movies and stuff. I don't do that. But for podcasts, for audiobooks, for YouTube videos, I'm increasing the speed. Because for me, it sounds perfectly fine. I can fully comprehend things. And oftentimes, other things just, like, have now sound... Like, they now sound slow. I've trained my brain to think that, like, double speed for that stuff is normal. So I'm just, like, used to it now. Um, but that's on the also side, probably part of the reason Megan and I are kind of fast talkers and we've been told that too and like sometimes podcast stuff sometimes YouTube stuff and I'm like I know and I try not to be down but I think that's part of the reason that we do talk fast on the plus side if you're someone like myself I enjoy consuming content it does allow for you to consume content quicker and faster um, other things, um, I came home, I joined Sierra and deciding I needed to help clean the house. So when I was doing stuff, especially like cleaning my bathroom, I just continued listening to my audiobook while I was doing that. When I was showering, I have a shower speaker. Game shower speaker. Love I can't use that as much, but I've been using it a little bit more recently and kind of nice. You obviously could just use your phone and like put it next to your shower, but a shower speaker kind of it elevates the fun. experience. It elevates the experience a little bit. Makes it more of a luxury. And then, um, this was kind of like also a side note, but like I said, not like I said, I did. You haven't this, said this whatever. yet. So I started this audiobook when I was mowing the lawn on Wednesday or whatever because I was like, I want something to listen to, and I could do a podcast. I could do a Dateline episode. It was another common thing I've been listening to, but I remembered that um, I have a Kindle Unlimited membership and some of those come with audio versions just with the book so I'm trying to tell myself if that's an option for a book I should use that and try to incorporate that as a way to get more books read so I decided to go do that when I was mowing and then where was I going with oh so obviously I'm reading multiple books now which is usually something I avoided but I'm actually kind of growing fond of it I have one physical book sitting at my right next to my bed that I still need to work my way slacking through. I have been one. slacking on that one. But it's at, li- at the very least, it's helped me to not fully avoid reading completely and just ending up in a reading slump. Oh, I've been Because I, if I just month. stick to one book, which is what Sierra does that, she's been sticking to one book. And if you don't really want to read that book a whole lot, you don't read. Well, I just switched to the one I'm reading now. So it's helped me at least give I some took a options. Hiatus. And there's been a couple times where like I jumped to like a book on my on my iPad instead of the physical book on my desk. Still, I need to finish the physical book. But the options has been nice because as someone who is trying to just read more, I've already met my reading goal of the year. By the way, uh, I think I'm at 35 or 36 books. It just is like nice to have like I'm still working on the books. Mm-hmm. So yeah. And then I think you had one more thing one to touch other thing on that was for more an example recent that was... thing that I also thought fit well. So I have been just personally, I've made it a goal where I want to get more involved on TikTok and posting more. And that could be TikTok. It could be reels, just like short, short form video content that's vertical and it's different. It's unique. I haven't done a whole lot with it. So it's kind of new and exciting a little bit. And I also just think it's a good way to try and 
capture a new audience because TikTok, it's a lot easier to have people find your profile that have never seen you before. So I'm like, okay, I want to take this more seriously. So I need to do a little bit of planning, but at the same time, I want to do content that is genuine to who I am and like what I need to do already. So some of the ideas that I have created to kind of kickstart my taking TikTok more seriously have very much fit with trying to tackle and kill two birds with one stone. So on Friday, I decided, okay, today I'm going to record a day in my life. It's not for a vlog. It's going to be for my TikTok. And if I post it on Reels, which I haven't done yet, but possibly. So I told myself that's what I was going to do during that day. And so I'm obviously just doing what I need to do during the day. But the content that I came up with was something that I could just kind of do as the day went. And then I edited the video that night. Luckily, it's short form video, so it does not take that long to edit. And so that was pretty easy. And I posted it the next morning and I was like, okay, there we go. TikTok is posted. Um, And then the other ideas I have, I need to get black scrubs for my next clinical rotation. And I've already done a couple TikToks semi-recently where I was giving like business casual clothes that I like and work well for physical therapy and they did pretty well. So I was kind of had the idea, okay, here's a good opportunity. I don't want to make a full YouTube video of like scrubs review try on. Like, I don't want to do that. I don't think you guys would care that much. Um, TikTok, however, perfect place to Mm -hmm. do that quick little review try-on situation. And I personally am interested in, you know, I've wanted to try figs. I've wanted to try a couple different brands. And doing that kind of gives me an excuse to, like, try the brands that, like, are common and popular and people want to have, like, an honest opinion on. But then it also helps you capture a new audience on TikTok or Instagram Reels that's going to pull people in who are in potentially most likely like the healthcare field yeah so nurses it still is relevant pts ot's to, doctors whoever right. so it pulls in those viewers who would want that content and say oh like it this might is be someone like more that I might engaging follow. viewers of me if they like me you know so um obviously these examples that we just gave out very specific to us so how can you guys incorporate these tips into your life so you can be the most productive multitasking version of yourselves I recommend that you start by making a list of your needs and your wants. And so I have done this for Megan and I because we have a lot of the same needs and wants that we need to fulfill. And so some of our needs that I put down would be our clinical work, working out. Some people put this in want. I highly encourage you to put it in a need because I feel like some form of physical activity you need to make time for. Um, Content creation for us just because that is um, a form of work um cleaning and general house upkeep stuff everyone has to like keep up with that and then studying those are like the main needs that we came up with so for wants that can include things like content consumption i feel like that's what everyone just like wants to do when they're like chilling out so that's things like reading watching youtube watching shows or movies listening to podcasts just like any form of you know content watching tiktok obviously um spending time with family and friends doing fun activities for us that's usually like shopping going to escape rooms or like going to movie or something. And then I also included just rest because while this is going to be an episode aimed at productivity and getting things done, I also want to like recognize that like sometimes you truly just want to rest and like do nothing. And so incorporate that in your like like it can be a want, want and you could just want to relax and that's it. So, now that we have our needs and our wants, how do we combine them to multitask in a way that helps us prevent burnout uh, but also feel like we're being productive? So, 
There are a couple of different ways that you can go about combining your needs and your wants. There's three ways. You can combine a want and a want, a need and a need, or a need and a want. So you might be thinking, well, why would I combine like two wants? Because that's not very productive of me. And that's when I say, I think combining two wants can make you like double the amount of enjoyment you get out of an activity that can then like reduce the time that you spend wanting to do other wants. Like it should fill your bucket is what it should do. Exactly. So some things that Sierra had as examples of that is if you want to make sure you're hanging out with friends, let's say you also want to go shopping, perfect example or excuse to invite a group of friends, go to the mall, go shopping together, make it like a little day of itself. And that way you don't have to feel like you don't have to like go shopping and say like, oh, like I really want to hang out with like so-and-so still, like I need to like make time for that. You can do both things at the same time, fulfill both those wants and have it take, you know, half the time that it would normally take. Um, as far as a need and a want, this is what I think like the key is for like good multitasking is because by combining a need and a want, I'm saying like most of the time the needs, like needs don't have to be painful. They aren't always like sometimes cleaning a house can be fun. Sometimes it's not so fun, but I always like to plan for it being more of a not so fun task. So by combining a need with a want that makes that hard need less painful and you're you're more likely likely to stick it through, do it start it get it done so some examples of a need and a want being combined would be if you need to exercise but you also want to hang out with a family or friend then you can like go on a walk with said family or friend or like if you need to i guess walking a dog is more of a need than a want but if you want to exercise i guess that's i'm saying exercise is a need those are two needs so you can do walking your dog another example of a need need and want um sierra and i sometimes when we're cooking dinner because you need to cook dinner. We also like to use it as our content consumption time. And we either do this by, we'll have a YouTube video pulled up on someone's laptop just sitting on the counter as we're cooking. Or another favorite pastime. Uh, I hope this doesn't make it go off. But we have an Amazon Echo that has like a screen. and the show. Yeah, sorry. And since it's in our kitchen, it's very convenient to tell it to play Monk. Which is usually what we have it turn on and start playing. And then we just, like, have the show going as we're cooking dinner. Just, like, gives a little ambiance to the cooking, so. Yeah. So, I just think, like, adding when you can and when it's not going to, like, be too distracting. Or if you want meaningful communication time with your significant other or whoever you're living with, you can do that, too. While you're I'm just like, we don't do that. Oh, no. We don't have to talk. We have this podcast to talk. Um, And then the last one, and you might be like, why would you ever do this? combining two needs and you might say like how can I combine two separate things that I need to do and why would I want to do that because I don't want to do either of them anyway so some examples this one's a little bit harder to come up with like how you can truly combine them I definitely think it's easier to combine like the multitasking gets harder with this but time wise they'll kind of mesh together a little bit so for us what I think is like the most applicable to probably like what you guys would be doing is during undergrad and PT school, I found myself not like all the time because I, again, don't love to combine my needs. But when I had to, when it was in crunch time and I had to get these two things done, I would combine working out and studying, usually by doing some form of like pulling up Quizlet while I was working out. And like that was how I was trying to like do both at the same time. Yeah, for us, Quizlet was probably like the most reasonable thing that we could use to do both at the same time. Because RIP Quizlet. I forgot. Um, but it was like when we had those already made, 
then if we like just needed repetitions keep going through then even when we were doing resistance weight training which is how we typically work out then between sets you have time to go through try to answer some of the questions and then because usually how we would do is like i want to get through this quizlet set today yeah and so or like x many times whatever it may be so usually during a workout you'd probably be able to get most or all of it done another thing is like i didn't love this because like i prefer weight training at the gym i don't love going and like walking or riding a bike but if i felt like i really needed to get a workout in and i had stuff i needed to read then it was like okay I'll go on the bike for a little bit. Like the recumbent bike was usually easier for me to do and then try to like read something and stay focused on it. And I didn't love that, but it combined the need and the need. So, and it cuts down time. Like that's the biggest thing is by combining things, you cut down on time and that makes time for you to do more things, which is, you know, kind of what we're aiming at. Or if you're just limited on time, then that's how you try and get yourself just a little bit Mm -hmm. more. And then another unique example that is more specifically applied to our situation, but I did mention how one of our needs is to create content. Um, The lucky thing for us is that a lot of our content creation revolves around just our life and creating vlogs and stuff. And so I think that's how like social media just in general has shifted. Yeah. A lot of it is a lot more person focused rather than like concept focused. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people can do this if they're in the creative space. And so we've had the luxury of just like being able to live our lives and get content out of it. So that's why our weekend lives are, you know, not only like our just like most viewed content usually, but it is definitely easier content to make in a sense that we don't have to do anything like there's new and exciting. Not a whole lot of like separate sit down. There's planning, no planning required. Things like that. And granted the sit down videos that we do on our channel are not like these large extravagant like productions so even those aren't um super crazy to get ready for or plan for those but it just is like okay we have to like sit down get the lights set up the camera set up plan this video what's the concept and it's a little bit more out of the way but can still be done we still like to break it up and do those as well yeah so those were like the big example that we had but again this is going to be how you apply it to your life and I like you can truly like make an actual list of like your needs and your wants that you like notice repetitively popping up on a weekly basis and figure out like how can I combine two things that are going to make sense honestly like audio wants are the best they really are in my opinion you can truly enjoy both of the things you're trying to do like if you're not into podcasts or audiobooks honestly like you got to get into it because it's just like it makes you can find a podcast or audiobook about anything. Like, yeah. it's just, I guarantee you're going to find or something. Or, like, Dateline, for example. If you're a true ki- true crime person, but you don't want, like, a podcast from, like, a random person, like, it's literally the audio version of Dateline episodes. So, it's the closest thing to, like, if I want to watch something on TV, but I need to do something else, then, like, that's that. Unfortunately, they don't have, like, audio versions of just, like, episodes of TV shows, I don't think so. Yeah, I also don't think so. But I just think, like, it's game-changing to be able to, like, the do the task that you have to do. Even, like, I know this is not, like, revolutionary. Like, most people listen to audio when they're driving, whether it's music or podcast. But, like, my commutes from my clinical, like, to and from, it's about 40, 45 minutes. And, like, I look forward to the commute, even though, like, in theory, I hate it because, you know, it's just time. that much more time to get to and from work. Or, like, you know, it's like, oh, like, I have to leave earlier and I don't get home until later. Like, that part is annoying. But I don't mind it totally because I'm like, well, at least I get to like listen to my dateline and like have my little like me time in the mm-hmm. car. 
And so it's also about finding kind of like those silver linings in those moments of like maybe you like associate or start to associate certain activities that you have to do with like the small things that you like to do. And like it makes the task like more manageable to start. And maybe you start looking forward to it. Okay. The next thing we wanted to talk about was jumping a little bit more into when does it become too much or like how do you fully balance the wants versus needs? Sierra wrote this section, so I'm probably just going to give this to her to fully explain okay. what she So wrote. basically, I think that the want and need system is like it should be pretty good enough to help you like do a pretty balanced schedule of like, okay, I'm doing like roughly the same amount of like wants and needs. And I think that's like ideally the best scenario that you're like doing the things you need to do and getting enough of the things you want to do. And like that should be pretty even. That's the goal. And that's like the whole point of the want and need system. But I also think it's important to recognize that no one's perfect. Times change. Priorities shift. Maybe you have like a really like needs focused week where it's like you just you have to do this and do this and do this and like get those done. Like maybe before you go on vacation because then that whole following week it's want after want after want. So yeah. And so it's just about identifying how you're feeling to figure out if you're maybe doing more like wants focused things or needs focused things. And so when I was thinking about this. This is based off my personal experience with like how I would be feeling, but I think it's also just in general how most people would be feeling. If you identify feelings of burnout, to me that would indicate you're maybe putting too much emphasis on your current needs. If you're feeling like you've been lazy or you've been feeling unproductive, to me that would seem like you've been focusing more on your wants. And that's just like personally how I would feel. So like, you know, that's how I identified those feelings. So if you can personally think of how you would feel if you've been like, just doing need after need after need, mark that feeling. And then how you would feel after doing like just only wants, like just mark those feelings for yourself so you can identify it later. And then how I think you should get back into the swing of things is just doing the opposite of what you've been doing. Don't worry about multitasking. Just pick one thing that you have not done, get it done and like let that be your reset. So if I've been doing only needs and I'm feeling burnt out, I'm going to pick something I want to do. It could be reading. I could be watching a movie, pick one thing and do that thing from start to finish. And that should help like refill your bucket and like get you to kind of get back on track. If you've done only once and you're feeling like lazy and unproductive and you're like, I don't even know like how to get back into like the mountain of things that I have to do. That's where you say, okay, I'm not going to worry about multitasking right now. I'm going to pick one task. Maybe it's cleaning my room. I'm just going to do my room, clean it from start to finish and like do that and like feel accomplished and satisfied like you did something. And to me, that is like my best tip for trying to get back on track when you feel like you've like gone too far to either end of the spectrum. Yeah. Um, and then the last thing we wanted to talk about was kind of exploring more of that. Is there a limit to multitasking? Is there situations where it really isn't feasible or makes sense to keep going in this pattern in order? So um, again, I think it's easiest to just pull examples like from our lives currently because that's how I can apply it to hopefully make it make sense to you guys but um if you've been a long time listener or viewer of sierra and i um you know that all throughout school often when we would vlog and show us studying in the evening it was pretty much always accompanied with something on in the background on the tv like that is how we functioned whether we were sitting together in the living room or separately in our rooms both of us always had something on the tv volumes turned down pretty low so you can't really hear it but it's just it gives you a little something so you're not sitting alone in your room only studying because that's something that I don't look forward to and don't want to do. So then I don't want to do it 
and the TV and makes like, it more bearable. It really is so funny because it doesn't feel like true, like it doesn't feel like a true want need multitask because I could not tell you like how many times I watched a Forensic Files episode, had no idea like I couldn't even hear it, like yeah. no idea what was going on. But it's like, it's the feeling that I get from like, I just know that turning it on, having like the moving picture on my screen in, me feel like, the, in my peripheral vision. I'm like, okay, like I'm doing something like, you know, I'm studying, but like I'm also like watching Forensic Files. And even if I'm not like mentally, it made a difference. It really does. Because then like, I can't, I don't think I only went home and I only studied that night. I did have a little bit of like, there were sprinkles of moments here and there <laughs> where I did some things that I just wanted to do, like put something on the TV that I wanted to watch. Um, so when Sierra and I start picking up studying again a little bit more come December, January, when we have to start studying for boards, like that is probably going to be how we go about studying again because it worked well for us back then and it's going to make the long study long study days more bearable however of course there comes a point when okay it's practice test day it's a day where i need to be maybe a little bit more focused and then it's like okay it's time to cut out some of those wants for a day it can happen i will be fine but if it's okay five hour practice test day i'm not having anything on the background i'm trying to simulate the test to the best of my abilities so that come actual test day I will be as prepared as possible and so you just have to know when to go back and forth on that spectrum of like okay this is an appropriate time for me to do both or this is not or even just like adjusting a mod or modifying as needed so simple things um that we do is again with this like studying and something on to watch scenario um usually we pick something that We've already seen before. That's another helpful thing because if you put something brand new on the TV, it's either A, you're not going to be paying attention to your need because you're watching this new and exciting thing, or B, you're going to be too focused on your need that you're like, I don't even know what this show is about. Like, yeah, it's useless for me like, to watch it. Yeah. So pick something that you've already seen before that's like a comfort show to you. Then if you find that you're still getting a little bit too distracted, mute the TV or turn the volume down. Uh, that's stuff that we would do just because you gotta adjust as needed but i don't like turning the tv off i yeah. like the picture you gotta on have the it screen. on picture on sound off so that's another thing that can be adjusted to make it so that you're still getting done what you need to get done some other things i wanted to kind of touch on quickly for multitasking were setting realistic expectations i think that the more you can break down your goals, especially if you're just getting started like in the realm of multitasking and like really trying to be this like quote unquote productive person, if you can break down your tasks into smaller things or smaller items, then you can complete that task faster and like you can check off more tasks in a day. I know like people just like the act of checking off a task that you completed, that alone dopamine is release. like dopamine, it motivates you. So instead of like saying, I'm going to clean the whole house today, that's going to take me all day. I'm going to feel unmotivated if I don't clean the entire house. I can't check that off. I'm going to say, what did I even do today? Like, I can't check anything off my to-do list. So instead, if you want to clean your house, you can say, okay, I'm going to clean the bathroom. I'm going to do my laundry. I'm going to scrub the floors. Like, break it down into the smaller tasks. And this doesn't have to be, like, related to cleaning. It can be related to, you know, I have to write, you know, a 20-page paper. Maybe you don't say I'm going to write a 20-page paper and say, how about today I focus on creating an outline? And then tomorrow I focus on you know, the first two pages, X, Y, Z, like breaking it down is going to help you out so much. It's going to make it more manageable. So you're more likely to start the task and complete that small chunk before then you then have to dive into 
the next task. And I think it's just going to make the whole process a little bit more, a little bit more streamlined. So setting realistic expectations, great. The other thing related to setting realistic expectations is planning a schedule. I think whether it's daily, weekly, or monthly, to me, like, I mean, I love my daily schedule. I'd be absolutely lost without it. I can't imagine like just starting a day and not knowing what I had to do. But a weekly schedule or a monthly schedule is truly game changing in the sense that it kind of gives you an outline of like knowing when things need to be done, when and how you can like more efficiently streamline your days and your weeks. So we have like a content planning calendar. We were like way like on top of this a while ago. But yeah, it's fallen to the wayside. When used efficiently and appropriately, though, like it really helps us out because it says, okay, if we want to do this video this day, you know, we have to backtrack five days. So we like do this thing specifically for that video. And so the more time you give yourself to figure out what you have going on, then you can figure out what can I, when can I combine tasks that would make sense to more efficiently complete those at the same time. And if it's like a monthly or weekly thing, like things become cyclical and you can kind of figure out like, this is my Monday group of like, I do this, this, and this on Monday. Like I do this, this, and this on Tuesday. And so to me, that helps me out. Whether you're a paper pencil kind of planner or if you do things digitally, figure it works for you. I do things mostly digitally. That's like, I've got my iCalendar stuff and like our content calendar on Google Drive. And then I've got my notes app for my daily to-dos. That's how I like to do things. So that's basically Sierra and I's keys or our guide to multitasking, I guess is how I would put it. And it really has become like a way of life, I would say, for Sierra and I. And these things happen pretty like automatically for us. Mm -hmm. So I really think it works well for me. I know like other people might multitask. I'm not saying like we invented we multitasking, invented multitasking. But in case like if we share just like a few ideas here and there of things that you could try if you're interested in, then I think that we hopefully like got our point across for this episode. And if you also feel like you are pretty good at multitasking or you have other examples that you would like to share with other viewers, please, I was about to say, please feel free. (laughs) Please feel free to comment them down below either on the video version of this podcast or you can go to our podcast Instagram at according to and comment some things to share. Yeah. Um, we will talk to you guys next Thursday. Bye. Bye.